Lakers over the Toronto Raptors, 110-101, the final score. Lakers now 32-19 and on the season. We just got a chance to listen to Marcus Gasol um, give his thoughts. You know, I, I, I got to be honest, that's a player that I've, I've talked about this with Michael plenty of different times. Um, you know, rooting for the guy. Hopefully he accepts his role and understands the opportunity he has to win an NBA championship. He came up big for the Lakers. Caruso was big for the Lakers. Seven guys scoring double figures for the Lakers. And when I start off the postgame show saying, who cares how the Lakers get a W? It doesn't matter. I don't care who's on the opposing team and what they look like. I don't care. That means nothing to me, and I'm sure it means nothing to Laker fans, because you're so short-handed, and you got role players playing big key minutes that you're asked to almost be franchise players until LeBron, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond come back. Uh, so it's a good win for the Lakers. Um, it keeps them just ahead of the Portland Trailblazers. And here's the reality. By the time the dust settles, okay, maybe the Lakers are sitting in sixth seed or seventh seed or something along those lines. But wins like this are key. Wins like this are important. Wins are like this, you feel, um, you could tell that this is important for some of these Lakers role players. All right, phone number is 877-710-ESPN. If you guys got some thoughts on this win against the Raptors, feel free to start calling in now. We'll uh, try to get to your calls. Um, I got I to gotta hear from Montrezl Harrell. So Montrez Harrell plays two minutes in this game, and it's amazing. The Lakers have seven guys score in double figures. They get 110 points, and they do all this with Montrez only playing two minutes. Let's get his explanation, his understanding, and then also you know what he saw in this game from the locker room. Uh, not surprising, Montrez Harrell was the first one to, to give his postgame interview. He had plenty of time in the back there. Here's Montrez Harrell on the Lakers' uh, 110-101 win over the Toronto Raptors. An explanation on the court there from the officials after the ejection? Nah, I didn't. Um, I don't even think they really knew who was ejected at first because when the first came out, they said it was Dennis, and when they came out to talk, it was me. So, nah, I really didn't get any explanation. Yeah. So, how do how do you process that, right? As uh, as you have to run out uh, to the locker room? I don't. I don't see anything wrong. I did. Uh, my teammate uh, committed a foul. He held the guy up. Um, so he didn't hurt himself, and the guy reacted by sweeping his leg from up under him and dropping him. That's uncalled for. Um, and I went over there to defend my teammates just like I would do any other time, just like I would do um, any other player or if it was to happen over again, man. That's that's not the way you do things, man. Like, he literally grabbed his leg and, and you know, dropped him right on his back, and this man just held you from, you know, taking a big fall. He knew he was going to fire you and everything. So. It's, it's wrong. Um, you know, I don't really think I did anything wrong to be ejected, but it is what it is. And then just wondering, so back in the locker room, did you get to just watch the game on a monitor and wonder that what, what that was like for you, you know, knowing you couldn't go back in and help, but obviously they played pretty well. Um, I definitely watched it on the TV uh, in the locker room, and um, you know, I was cool. Um, you know, it didn't change any – you know, momentum that we have. I mean, my teammates went out there and, you know, applied pressure to them even more. And, you know, we let our game talk for us on the court. All right. Uh, Dan? Hey, Trez. Um, was sort of, is it fair to say your, your kind of gripe was with, with Ananobi? Um, it seemed like there were some other guys that eventually got involved in, in everything that, that happened over there, but but it was mostly just what happened with Ananobi. And my beef was with anybody who didn't have a Lakers jersey on, man. That's that's what my beef was with. Simple as that. Like my teammate was sweet from off his feet, one legged out the holding somebody up and dropping his back. So my beef was with anybody who wasn't wearing a white jersey. 
Dave. <clears throat> Trez, when you threw up the deuces on the way out the tunnel, who's that for? The, the refs, teammates, fans? Who's, who's that directed at? This is our first time to have fans, man. So I think the fans did a great job of reacting to what I did leaving out of the arena. So I guess to them, they enjoyed it. I got cheers from it. And like I said, I didn't do anything wrong. I was defending my teammate who was, you know, doing something right by helping another player on him not hurting himself. And, you know, then you, you know, super defenseless player after he just helped you up. So, I mean, as we're just going to keep talking about this all night, my answer's not going to change. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't really have nothing to give y'all from the game. So, I think my team did great. I think we shot the ball great. We got open threes and moved the ball around, shared the ball well, um, and we played a great uh, game plan. Uh, I don't really have much more to tell y'all than what y'all already know. So, Tell him, Montrezl Harrell. Let him know. Montrezl Harrell, by the way, I love that quote. Uh, his beef was with anybody not wearing a Lakers jersey. That's uh, – He's the type of player that you want on your team. He's the type of player that if he's not on your team, uh, you're probably not that crazy about. But, you know, the reason why I wanted to play that, first of all, I didn't understand why he got thrown out of the game. But the Lakers performed so well, even in a game where Montrez, we all know how key Montrez is to the Lakers. 110-101, you beat the Raptors by nine. You heard him say towards the end, Lakers were flowing no matter what. But he had his teammates back. And that's, you know, I, I had a caller a couple postgame shows ago say that the Lakers have no dogs. They don't have any players on there that... Um, you know, want to kind of grind out games. And, you know, I, I named off a couple of players. I, Montrez was one of them. I think I said KCP, Alex Cruz. I'm like, what do you mean we don't have dogs? Are you watching who's on this roster? Um, and the point that the caller was trying to make was that you don't have um, Rondo anymore. You don't have Dwight Howard. Listen, I, I don't know how each one of these players are going to perform come postseason, but Montrez is a player you certainly want on your team. And um, I, I love how he had his his teammates back let's put it that way uh lakers made a move here um earlier today they filled out the rest of their roster so they signed ben mclemore released an official statement on it uh laker fans have been talking about this for a little while now talking about how lakers need another shooter shot 40 percent from three last year with the rockets averaged about 10 points per game we'll see how he does you know he's not a big guy he's not going to be your three and d guy he's more of a you know obviously a guard a shooting guard um, but it's another addition to the Lakers. You got a deep, deep roster, and everybody's going to be fighting for minutes um, when we get into uh, get into the rest of the season and in the postseason. All right, we come back. We'll get a chance here from Alex Caruso. We'll take some of your phone calls. We got the defensive play of the game. All that coming up next. Lakers over the Raptors. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCperformance.com. Task, creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. 
Back comes Toronto the other way. Stanley Johnson's got it. It goes off the foot of Flynn. Picked up by a diving Caruso. Backwards to Kaycock. Lays it up and in. The Lakers going crazy in Tampa. They lead by 22. 52 to 30. What a great call from John Ireland. Lakers over the Raptors, 110 to 101. Defense to offense for the Lakers. They end up with eight steals and seven block shots. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance. And only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Let's uh, let's take a couple quick phone calls here, and then we'll get a chance to hear from Alex Caruso. Let's start with Solomon in Lake Balboa. What's going on, Solomon? Hey, Alan, I'm good, and I'm, I'm glad you made that comment about Trez. That is a dog. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I, love, I love his attitude, and I love his style of play. And, yes, you want a guy like that on your team. Um, that said, tonight, Doc Rivers – it's a, it's a take shot, make shot league, uh, league, excuse me. And when the Lakers are consistent and they make their shots, good things happen. Doesn't matter that Toronto was injured. You still got to make your shots. And so if this, if this team can be a, a little bit more consistent like this offensively, I don't think defense is the problem. And the Lakers get healthy, you know, LeBron and AD and, and um, Drummond back. I don't think I don't think Brooklyn can beat them. No, not when this not when their supporting cast plays like they played tonight. Solomon, appreciate you calling in. I'll say this too: it's not even like the Lakers have to shoot fifty percent from the field and forty five percent from three. Just be reasonable. Just have games where it's not awful shooting. If if you already don't have your stars and, and you know you obviously struggle from the field, you got no shot of being any of these elite teams. And we know that. By the way, it doesn't even have to be elite teams. It could be average teams. Teams a couple games over five hundred. Um, if they could just be somewhat decent, be middle of the pack, uh, have from a three-point shooting perspective, don't have a night where you're shooting 20%. You don't need to have a night where you're shooting 50%. Can you be around 38% or so, something along those lines? At least gives them a chance. Uh, one more quick call here. Joe in the Inland Empire. What's going on, Joe? You there, Joe? All right, well, uh, let's go to Alex Caruso. I want to hear, you know, it, it's funny because Caruso – He's had some games where he's been okay. He's had some games where, um, you know, I, I would say he hasn't been the most consistent player as of late. Caruso tonight, 13 points, four assists, five rebounds, two steals. I love that balance from Alex Caruso. Did a little bit of everything. Here's AC on the Lakers' nine-point win over the Toronto Raptors. Hey, Alex, uh, the threes certainly jump off the stat sheet, but uh, what was the defensive pressure that you guys put on them like tonight? Uh, where, did, where did that energy come from, and what were you guys executing well on that side of the court? Um, you know, we just try to carry over from what we watched on film uh, from last game. Uh, Clippers kind of did that to us, and we weren't, uh, whether it was early game or us just not coming out ready to play. Uh, just playing, you know, with a, a disposition, a, a team energy, team will of getting stops, playing physical, uh, and sharing the ball. And, you know, we came out, and I thought we did a really good job of that to start the game and then carried it through for the win. And then going back to the threes, are do you think three-point shooting is contagious? There have been it kind of the Sacramento game, right? You make them all game, same thing this one. Clipper game, it seems like nothing's going to fall. What What is it that you guys can do to to create those threes, even on a night where you're not hitting? How, how does that all put together for you from three-point shooting? Yeah, I, I don't think it's it's makes or contagious, but I think, you know, ball movement, ball energy makes, makes, makes three-point makes contagious. 
Um, you know, we're just creating great shots. We got extra passes. Uh, we're getting to the paint, spraying out to open guys and depending on who's helping. Um, we're just making good decisions for our teammates. And, and when you make plays for others, you know, it's a little easier to, to shoot it. And usually they go in more. Kyle. Hey, Alex. Um, you know, Kyle uh, or Kuzma said uh, after the Clippers game that he, he wanted to see Talon make plays for others a little more. Um, and Talon had six assists tonight. What? How does that change the whole offense when Talon is is kind of looking for others and, and making passes? Um, yeah, I don't even think it's just Talon, but, but I mean, speaking on Talon, he just has such a great ability to get downhill and get to the paint, right? He has such great uh, body control and strength for his age. Um, and then he has long arms to be able to get in there and finish when he needs to. But, uh, you know, that's just part of his development. You know, he, he's he, he's been such a natural scorer, a natural uh, ball handler getting to the rim. Uh, that, you know, it's just part of his growth, uh, part of his growth and, and playing in the league. You, you realize what you can do and what you can get away with. And um, game by game, he's doing a great job of, of trying to figure that out. And, uh, I think tonight just, you know, shows the growth that he's making. Bill? Hey, Alex. I'm, I'm wondering what kind of lesson um, you think can be learned from the way Mark has responded to um, the last week and the, and the addition of Drummond and, and then the way he's been able to contribute over these last few games with Andre Al. Uh, he's a pro, man. You know, he, he's been in this league for a number of years. He's a selfless guy, uh, great teammate. You know, that's part of the reason. I mean, everybody on the team is, is on, on this team for that reason. You know, they, we know they're going to be great teammates. We know that the end goal is to win championships. And uh, there, there's different looks for our team that are better. And, uh, you know, some of these some of these games, being able to stretch the fives out has been an advantage for us. So, so Mark's been valuable in that, uh, that respect. And then you know, just getting him involved. Like I said earlier, the more we we hop the ball around, Mark is such a great passer, has such a great uh, IQ for the game that when we kind of play this way, um, I think it, it benefits him as well as the other the rest of the team. All right, that's Alex Caruso right there. Good performance from AC, good performance by the Lakers overall, 110-101 over the Raptors. When we come back, we'll get a chance to hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Stay with us. Lakers now 32-19 and on the season. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Lakers over the Toronto Raptors, 110-101 to the final score. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint, uh, 34 to 52. Actually, Lakers lose the battle. Points in the Paint, Raptors outscore them by 18. Lakers dominate from the three point line, plus 39 from the three point line. And uh, 110 to 101, the final score. Before we get to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, I just want to point out one thing. So we keep looking here. This is uh, one of the things that happens after every game. You get to this point of the season, you start paying attention to the NBA standings. Lakers 32 and 19. So where does that put them? They're a game in front of the Blazers, and they are now a 
They're tied technically with the Denver Nuggets. So we'll see if this continues. For Laker fans out there, you're pretty much rooting for the entire Western Conference to keep losing. Unfortunately, teams like the Jazz and the Suns, that's not happening. But the teams behind them, the the Blazers, the Mavericks, the Memphis Grizzlies now just moved to eighth spot. San Antonio falls uh, after losing three games in a row. So it just kind of gives you an idea of where the Lakers are as far as the NBA standings. All right, let's take a listen to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel get his thoughts on um, tonight's performance, 110-101 over the Toronto Raptors. Hey, Frank, I want to start with the defense tonight. Uh, what, what, when you guys are flying around at that level, what are the things that you look to first? Like, What are the indicators of defense being effective like that? Uh, disposition. How bad are we? Got embarrassed on Sunday uh, against the Clippers. Uh, we were all on a long flight, angry about uh, how that game went. And our mindset was to take it out on, on the Raptors, and we did. And it goes with great ball movement and uh, an angry, nasty defensive disposition. Um, we executed our coverage with a high level of focus and detail, and, um, and we brought, brought a great disposition, great defensive disposition to the game. Frank Caruso was talking about the for the three-point looks, it's more about shot quality, uh, and you've preached that I know all year. How do you how do you square that at the same time as having a lot of turnovers and uh, do do those like how do you have both good ball movement and then also a lot of turnovers and, and how did that play out today? Yeah, I mean we had too many turnovers, but uh, a lot of that was because they got they got down thirty and started junking the game up, you know, full court pressure, um, you know, zones and switchings and traps traps in half court. Uh, we didn't always handle it, uh, you know, as well as we needed to. But, um, you know, you're going to get buckets or they're going to force turnovers in that type of environment. So when a game, when a team junks it up, uh, you know, it might have a higher turnover rate than normal. But, you know, I was happy with how we moved the basketball, hunted high-quality shots, uh, didn't settle for mid-range. And um, as a result, we got hot from behind the arc. And that's from, uh, one for me quick. Just your thoughts on Mark continuing his, uh, his play, Marcus Hull? Yeah, he's, he's been great. You know, uh, like I said, his, his job is to facilitate offensively and, uh, you know, to give us perimeter shooting and be a great screener. And he was all three of those tonight. And then, yeah, obviously, he's uh, an elite defensive center. So, um, you know, he had a great two-way performance tonight. Dave? Frank, staying on Mark. So, he scores the season high in points, ties season high in balance, ties season high in blocks. And before the game, you said you're hopeful you have Drummond next game against Miami. Does this give you something to ponder when it comes to your starting lineup uh, against the Heat? No. no we're going to start Andre. Um, you know, that's what we signed him here for. You know, we feel like, uh, first of all, we need to get him a ton of minutes to, uh, to get him acclimated in our system with only X amount of games before the playoffs. And, uh, you know, he'll be our starter. You know, um, but like I said, we said this from you know, the, the whole time through. Uh, we need all, all three of those guys, and all three of them are really good players. They're going to help us win a championship. So, um, but no, it doesn't change that. Kyle. Hey, Frank, allow me to be the first to ask you post game uh, about Ben McElmore and, and what he brings to the group, and, and maybe um, if anything about your series against Houston last year informed your experience with Ben. Ali, can I comment on that as official? Yeah, it is official, yes. Yeah, well, you know, he's, he's a guy that you know, we had to know where he was at all times in that Houston series uh, because he's such an elite shooter. And, 
you know, like I said, we're, we're trying to win a championship here. So as much firepower as we can get, as many weapons as we can get, we're going to try to get. And, um, you know, Ben, you know, instantly elevates our, our ability to knock down threes on the backside when double teams come and, and to play the drive and kick game that, you know, the modern NBA is, is made on. So uh, we're, we're thrilled about his addition and looking, looking forward to getting him, um, you know, into, into some minutes and into our program. Last two questions, uh, Dan. Hey, Frank. Um, two quick ones. Uh, Alex's sort of effort intense. You talked about disposition and stuff like that. I think he's a guy who hit the floor for two or three different loose balls in that game. Um, well, I guess what does that bring to your group when when you've got a guy selling out like that? First of all, that's what we, that's what we ask of our entire team. And we want to be first to 50-50 balls. We want to dive on the floor. We want to keep the team playing harder than our opponent every night. It's the number one habit that you establish during the regular season. And it becomes instinctual as the playoffs come around. You don't have to flip a switch or elevate your play. Okay, we always play that hard. And, um, you know, Alex is just one of those guys that that's how he plays no matter what the situation is. You know, that's why we love Alex. That's why Alex has helped us win the championship last year. So um, it definitely elevates the group when you see a guy hustle and playing as hard as that. Uh, but it's what we demand of our whole group. And then do you, do you know when Ben will join you guys? Is the, the plan to have him for Thursday? Uh, from what I understand, I mean, we still have to clear some things, but he's going to join us in Miami tonight, tonight or yeah, I think tonight. And um, you know, we won't have practice tomorrow, but he'll be available to, uh, you know, providing the testing goes as, as scheduled. Uh, he's been testing and he should be able to join us right away. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Let's do this when we come back. Spend a little time on this Ben McLemore, and I hit on it for a quick second. How are the Lakers going to figure out and balance playing time the rest of the way when everybody gets healthy? To be honest, it's a great problem to have. We've talked a little bit about it because of Gasol. What does it mean if Ben McLemore starts hitting some shots? Who you know loses some minutes in, in the rotation? We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. You're listening to the Pizza Lakers postgame show. Lakers over the Raptors, 110 to 101 on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Man, you hear LeBron and Anthony Davis's voice, right? When are they coming back? When are the Lakers going to be fully healthy? Uh, hopefully sooner than later. Lakers over the Raptors, 110 to 101, the final score. Um, I did mention Ben McLemore is now officially a Los Angeles Laker. So, Laker fans, listen to this. Listen to the, I'm going to call it the luxury that the Lakers have for now. Of course, everybody knows there's no surprises out there. you got to have LeBron James. you got to have Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond. All these guys are going to be so key. And we may, we may get Andre Drummond back on Thursday. At least the way Coach made it sound like that could be uh, you know, a high probability. But we know it's going to be within the next few games. Um, but just, just listen to all these names that the Lakers have. When they're healthy, when everybody's on this, everybody's back here, and hopefully it's sooner than later, you'll have Dennis Schroeder, KCP, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Andre Drummond starting. Coming off the bench, 
I'm going to go in what I think is the most important players coming off the bench, and you can rank them however you want to. Montrez Harrell, Kuzmo be coming off the bench. Caruso, THT. Uh, Markeith Morris will be coming off the bench. Wesley Matthews, Marcus All. Now you can add Ben McLemore. That's 13 players for the Lakers that they could go to and at any time can get, obviously, rotational minutes. The reason why I bring that up, um, you know, one of the one of the things I loved about the roster last season, I thought Rob Palenka did such a great job putting the Lakers in a position where they can play several different ways. They can play, of course, LeBron, Anthony Davis, that's going to be your foundation, but they can play several different ways. If they want AD to be the five because Jokic is the five for the Denver Nuggets and they're going to play kind of a smaller ball lineup, they can do that. If they need to go big, they have that opportunity now with Marcus All, Andre Drummond. There's two seven footers or six eleven guys that you have on your roster if you want Anthony Davis to go play the four. If you want to go fast pace, if you want to go more guards, Lakers have literally everything to counter whatever another team does. And that always kind of has stood out to me because when we t- watch teams right now, most of them only excel in one style of basketball. That's not the case for the Lakers. Um, Lakers can excel in so many different ways, and they can match up to what Portland's strengths are, and they can match up to what the Clippers' strengths are, but they also have their own strengths. They have multiple strengths doing it. That's what's going to be exciting when we get that opportunity to see the Lakers when they're fully healthy. Now, you know, I I know this has been part of the conversation. I mentioned this to Michael in the pregame show. Um... Ideally, you don't want the Lakers to fall back in that play-in tournament. The next nine games for the Lakers, by the way, are against playoff teams. So that's why I'm mentioning the play-in tournament. I'm mentioning it. You know, some Laker fans might be out there and say, oh, wait, look at the standings. Lakers are in fifth. Um, In order for them to fall back, there are three games, three games in front of the Dallas Mavericks in order for them to fall back to that seventh seed and be in the play-in tournament. But the matchups that you got coming up, Miami on Thursday, that's a playoff team. Brooklyn on, um, you know, obviously on Saturday, that's more than a playoff team. That's some say the favorites. Some say the only two teams that have the best shot of winning a championship are the Lakers and are the Jazz, or I'm sorry, the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Then you got New York and Charlotte, Boston, Utah twice, Dallas twice. The next nine games for the Lakers are against playoff teams. And without LeBron James and Anthony Davis, of course, any one of those games can be a loss. That's why I was excited about a game like tonight against Toronto. It felt good getting that win against the Sacramento Kings. And it's not ironic that uh, it's not a coincidence that um, the two wins that the Lakers had, they shot really well. And the losses that they had against Milwaukee or had against the Clippers, they shot awful, very poorly. So with all that in mind, um, yes, the Lakers can potentially fall into that playing tournament. The way the playing tournament works, just to give everybody, ESPN had a really good article that kind of explained everything because it's different from the way it was in the Orlando bubble. The way the playing tournament works, seven seed will play the eighth seed. Ninth seed will play the 10th seed. Winner of seven and eight has the seven slot in the playoffs. Winner of nine and 10 will play the loser of seven and eight and then that, you know, 9 or 10, whoever comes out of that, and the number 8 seed or the team that lost in the 7-8, they'll play for the final number 8 seed. So it, it, it's not, you know, Michael was saying today, he said, all we need is, I predict Lakers will go 16-5 and five in, the, uh, in the playoffs if they're healthy. And I told Michael, I said, Michael, they might be in one of those playing games. You might have to win 17 games. 
But of course, you know, the, the way we look at this Lakers roster, it's great to see a number of guys like tonight, seven guys scoring double figures. I think this, you know, in a weird way, I think this could be very beneficial for the Lakers when it's all said and done. Um, you've had Anthony Davis getting a ton of rest. You're having LeBron James, the best player in the world, still at age 36, getting a ton of rest. Andre Drummond is eventually going to come back for the Lakers. He's already well-rested. Remember, he hadn't played since February 12th with the Cavs and then finally made his return. So you have a number of guys that will be fresh and they'll be ready. And when I say I think this could be a good thing when it's all said and done, part of me is not talking about just the stars, even the role players, to gain their confidence. Let's get KCP going. Let's get THT going. Trudell put out a tweet um, right after the game, talking, about, or maybe it was during the game, how the last three games for Taylor Horn Tucker, how productive he's been. Mark Keith Moore seems like he's in a groove. Marcus Gasol, I don't know what they're going to be asking Marcus Gasol to do once Drummond comes back, but tonight 13-9 and five assists plus four block shots. These are the type of team wins, team performances that you're looking for. So that's where we are with the Lakers. All right, 32-19 and 19 on the season. Okay, Laker fans, here's what we got going on. Tomorrow I got Lakers talk 7 to 9 p.m., but coming up next – uh, Travis and Sliwa show. So we got uh, Travis and I will go till nine o'clock. So we got a lot of stuff that we want to get into. Obviously, we'll talk about uh, how the Lakers are doing the Dodgers hot start. So we got a few things that we're going to get into. So just a reminder, as soon as we're done here, don't go anywhere. The Travis and the Sliwa show are coming up next. And then Lakers talk coming up tomorrow from seven to nine p.m. Lakers over the Toronto Raptors, 110 to 101, the final score. Uh, great performances, seven guys in double figures, even though the referees for some reason thought they are going to throw out Montrezl Harrell two minutes into his performance. Uh, next game for the Lakers, Thursday afternoon versus the Miami Heat. Pre-game coverage on uh, 710 ESPN will begin at 3. Tip-off will be set for five or 4.30. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm Alan Sliwa, Travis and Sliwa show coming up next. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.